can you hear me? Yeah, okay. I can hear you. I can hear you well. Sorry Great. about that. Yeah, no, my computer is like making these like USB sounds. So it's like what's coming out, what's oh. going in. Yeah, but it's okay. okay. It's fine. It's fine. episode of Madhouse, we speak to Atandiwe about her life as an artist and all the behind-the-scenes work she's been doing in the music industry. Enjoy the episode. Uh, so just introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, who you are, what you do. Um, yeah. Also, I hope you pronounce your name because I tried. tried. I've, I've like, she has to... Atandiwe. <laughs> ah, Atandiwe. Okay. That, I, yeah. I, I actually yeah. said it like that and I was like, is that how it's pronounced? I'm not sure. Let's just keep, let's ask her when she... Yeah, so just tell us who you are, what you do. What you doing? Yeah, what I mean, who you are and what you do. Um, yeah. Sure, no problem. Yeah. Um, so my name is Atandiwe. I am based in Johannesburg, yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Um, I am a music editor by day, and outside of work, I am a singer-songwriter who okay. goes by the pseudonym Amara Flip. Okay. And uh, I guess outside of that, I kind of explore different things. Like I explore um, filming, producing uh, yeah. visual stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of just, a, you know, mostly entrenched in music, but it's always looking to try other things outside of that. So that's a little bit about me. Okay, oh, that's cool. Uh, so how did music start for you? Did it start like really late or were you like, did you grow up like music? Like I parents musicians and things like that. I was just curious to find out. It's very, uh, that's a really cool question because I, I guess music in and of itself has been in my life okay. from the very beginning. Okay. So from the start, my older siblings have all kind of been um, part of, well, growing up, they used to like make music themselves. My sister um, was a poet. My okay. brother used to be, produce music and uh, write music as well. Okay. So, you know, they have, we have quite huge uh, age gaps. So when I was like three, four, they were already like kind of in their preteens to uh, teens okay. and okay. exploring music and stuff. So okay. it kind of, I kind of ended up um, taking that in. And then I, personally started dabbling with music much later in life uh, like I guess from about my, my second to last year of school you know I joined um I formed a band with my schoolmates okay. we used to go to a girls school so like everybody okay. kind of got together and we had a band oh, okay. cool. and then after that I started making music on my own so yeah was it like a rock band <laughs> like or it was just like one of those close actually it was a close. rock band uh, we close not 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 okay. not particularly i think we kind of we were like um i guess like a i don't know how to describe the music that we were making at the time but it was um instruments uh yeah like yeah it's not like a rock band but not an r&b band it's like everything and like you just throw everything together and make stuff yeah. Ah, okay. so yeah it was a one of those ah, okay how long did the band last for <laughs> Though. I'm very curious. Like a year. <laughs> yeah. We 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 lasted for as long as we were in school for. So and this is this is like then. secondary school, right? This is like secondary school. Yes, secondary okay. school. Okay. This is not, not, uni- not, not university. 
No. So mm. in university, that's when I, um, I guess I was doing like music solo completely, okay. like okay. full on writing stuff. Because by that time I had already, that you know, yeah, by that time I had a, a recorded my first song. Okay. And then I carried on with it after that um, on my own. Uh, okay okay that's that's very interesting so like music really started yeah. for you like university and so you like really kind of entered it yeah. quite late it's not like hey i'm like five-year-old like a child prodigy now. <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah, have one of those i don't have one of those crazy stories about like playing the piano like a maniac at, at seven no i definitely took it easy. <laughs> took easy. a very slow trajectory took it easy yeah, definitely. just like being a normal child i'm just going to annoy parents yeah and, like just be annoy exactly just be normal you know i i was definitely not an overachiever at the time. <laughs> i did overachieving but yeah that's uh that's, that's <laughs> So in uh I'm very curious to find out what uh um your transition, what made you decide to go solo? Like why didn't you just go with the band since people play instruments anyway? What what was like was it just like hey, separate parts, let's just all go in different ways in life? Or was it like, hey, I think this music thing um just yeah, I'm just yeah, going to go solo. I so Exactly. So, you know, it's actually the, the, the former, what you said first. Oh, okay. uh, people just had different ideas for their lives. I think every single person that was in the band with me knew how to make music. So yeah. They knew how to play instruments, they yeah. knew how to sing, but it really wasn't something they wanted to take on like mm. as a career. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I wanted to take on music as a career as well per se, but okay. I really enjoyed the feeling that came from making songs. I really yeah. enjoyed the process okay. and the output. So for me, I definitely felt like I had to I had to keep going, but it was a very natural um, um, sort of end to it. It's okay. just people felt like they had other things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No one insulted the other and called the other one stupid. No. And then... <laughs> And like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 you just said something very interesting where you said like it was not something. So what were you going to do in university? Was it music or you were going to do like something else and music was a hobby? Was that something that you were thinking of? Like music is the hobby? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So M- what did you do? Music in- had to be it, music had to be the hobby because my parents were very like they 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 I guess I could say are or, or were I'm not sure but my parents weren't really into the idea of me like studying music okay it just didn't make sense to them how I would make a career out of it okay um and I think maybe that's just a for um a number of parents that's usually the worry even with the degree I did end up getting which was a degree in media studies and sociology yeah they were just like okay what are you going to do with that like what it doesn't make sense you know there are some things that are just not tangible enough like an account you know a degree in accounting or a law degree or an engineer you know those are very tangible degrees for some parents and they feel like okay I get I can explain it when someone asks what does my child do but (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so um with music they were like nah just please if you want to do it just make it a hobby and that's what I did so you know I I wanted to go to university and I felt like okay um it would be nice to have a formal um a formal sort of structure when it comes to music I think people 
who have had a chance to study music in university, you know, yeah. I, they might, may have opposing opinions because they've actually done the degree. But for me, looking from the outside in, it's like, it's so nice because you have all this technical experience yeah. that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, you understand music from a very, uh, ac- like, yeah, from an academic perspective, yeah. uh, which can be nice. Yeah. Um, but also the lovely thing about music and like, collaborating with musicians is that you end up learning all that stuff through those people anyway true. yeah so yeah, sure. yeah 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 and these days <laughs> and these days with the technologies of the day you may not even need to know any music theory you just need Precisely. to know, not create the feeling and win on that um so in school exactly. so when in school i know you said like after you recorded your first song and then uh is that before you joined university or in university when you recorded your first song um it was before I, I joined university so just after I had finished high school yeah. I took a year off um okay. to kind of decide exactly what I wanted to study because okay. like I said my parents weren't really into me studying music okay. or anything like that yeah. so I took the I took the time to just do other random things like I that's that year I started writing um okay. uh like so I was doing um music uh, uh, well show reviews so I'd like go to gigs and review the shows mm. review music for mm. a platform um, that that uh, that I wrote for at the time it no longer exists okay. but um, yeah that was like me still trying to immerse myself into music so okay. it was the only again the only tangible way I could be like to my parents when I'm like going out late and they're like yeah. where are you going I'm like oh I'm going to work you know yeah. <laughs> so as you can I think you can see from this that I've very I've been very sneaky for a very long time, um, <laughs> but yeah. you know um, eventually it's worked out for me because now like I guess my 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 the the work that pays me is yeah. very much in line with the 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 things that I had started doing early okay. in my like I guess early adulthood years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was before university. Okay. Was was your brother help you with production of that song? Oh, because you had mentioned your brother was a producer of music. Yes. Yeah. So I was just so curious to find out bit... if you produced that song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering. No. Because uh, at, was... at that age, I yeah. don't think you also have the resources to like say I'm going to go to the studio session and pay like a guy to like just uh, make my first to song. do all of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know what? Yeah. What is so interesting about what you just said is yep. that because everybody felt so broke. Yeah. Um. You know, you kind of end up creating a network with other young broke artists. <laughs> okay. So, like, one person has okay. I can, I can, I can record you. Yes, I yeah. can mix and master your song, or oh, okay. I can do this. I come and record at my house. So it was one of those things. Um, oh, okay. My brother. At the time, we were living in separate countries, actually. Okay. So um, when I started getting serious about music, my brother was like in South Africa, and yeah. I was um, based in New Zealand at the time with my parents. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I still haven't gotten anything. He's been promising me beats for, like, my entire life. So <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> uh, I think just arrive, just, just arrive at the door and say I'm not leaving until I have my beats. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to, next time I see him, I'm like, listen, I'm not leaving until I get myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm very curious, uh, when you started music, um, like um, because it's the creative the madhouse podcast and like creative process is really what I'm very fascinated by. Uh, I'm interested yeah. in understanding how you sort of in your early music days, how you sort of dealt with failure as a young musician and writer 
and getting to do what you wanted to do. I want to know how you sort of so, navigated failure and how you sort of figured a way to work around it. Okay, so I kind of have a weird answer to that. I don't think I managed, actually. I didn't know how to cope with failure because when okay. I felt like things weren't working out, I just stopped making songs. Like I stopped making music for a very long time. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe like three, three four years. Okay. Um, it's a bit foggy now, but it was too long. Okay. So I think at, <laughs> at some stage, I... I kind of battled with why I was making songs. Okay. I battled with um, the creative aspect, battled with um, wanting to have like a music career and yeah. just a, a lot of what happens is like people or rather when, when, you, when you're making songs, you mm. think um, you think you're going to have this like grand uh, <laughs> Uh, some you know like this huge amazing thing happened to you yeah but you realize that it's actually very hard like you have to learn the business side of music you have yeah. to um connect to various people who 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 may know yeah different yeah. things yeah. about the music industry that For you sure. don't yeah. it's also a very like um uncomfortable industry if we're very honest yeah. like um and I think if you're not prepared for that, it's mm. very easy to 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 drop off and just like not know what to do with yourself. And the disappointment is very heavy. So I think after that, I learned um, my process became, you know, trying to interrogate why I'm making um, music or why I want to be a musician. Mm. And um I, I guess the way that I ended up finding myself making yeah. songs again mm. was um, because I was making them for myself. Yeah. So it's no longer about like, oh, I'm making songs because I want to be a superstar. Yeah. I'm making songs because I enjoy them, which was the root of why I even ended up recording my first song. I just okay. thought it was fun. And oh, yeah. um, it was it was awesome. And I, I really enjoyed it. But once it started becoming like, oh, am I going to live off of this? It yeah. stopped being fun. <laughs> okay. So yeah so that's that was my process just kind of understanding um what what i want yeah okay cool so was there a turning point like in there where you sort of said okay was it or was it just just going back to that first thought of like hey i'm making music for myself and that just sort of got you back onto the horse of like just trying to make music again after the three years of not yeah. touching trying to make any kind of music was that the idea that you... yeah that and that was that was the turning point the, okay. the, the point where it's like no man go back to like making songs because you like them okay. and, um create a song that you are in you create songs or music that you would enjoy yourself yeah. um when you listen to uh, yeah. those songs not because you're making them because you want to be in the top 100 or whatever <laughs> and yeah. that that was it yeah. <laughs> yeah i think people struggle with the reality that there are people who do not want to be famous yeah i think maybe songs, i think like, maybe people watch too many music documentaries and then they all want to be famous yeah because <laughs> exactly, all the because all the music exactly. documentaries on i think that i've watched about like the very few music documentaries where it's about like some like small random like songwriter living in his simple house it's usually like rock stars yeah. whose documentaries say that's like everyone wants to be famous and uh yeah 
those are the stories that we'll always hear. I don't think anyone's, um, I don't think there are enough examples of like musicians who enjoy living a relatively low profile or like um, simple life, like, you know, um, yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, I think that seems like a nice web series to start making. I think I'm just going to like, bleep, exactly. I want to, That's bleep, an out, idea. I want to bleep, bleep out this whole bit and then just go and get to work. <laughs> Please, you do not want to wake up one day and see your see your show concept on some. one of these streaming services. <laughs> yeah, especially we know some are really the kings of these music documentaries. Aish, um, you know what? Yeah, we know, we know, we know. There's some that are really good at really making these music documentaries. But um, yeah, uh, I'm so after university. What did you do? I'm very fascinated now to find out. Like because like now you you sort of why you. Was this turning point after university or before university? Like, after university, way after, like yeah. last year, that turning point happened. So um, after university, I became an intern at um, Viacom CBS Africa. Okay. So I was a digital marketing intern again, like, you know, because uh, Viacom, they put like MTV and yeah. BT and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So again, I ended up in a space where I was interacting with other musicians, people who were basically doing stuff that I wished I was doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just this is like a recurring theme in my life, like up to this point where yes. I've just been interacting with music from the outside and not as like as an a musician. Artist. Yeah. As an yes, as a musician. So. Um, yeah, so I was there for a year, and then right after that, I carried on and did. Um, uh, I was a so I was a social media specialist, working yeah. with musicians and sports people at the same time at this company that I was working at. Okay, and um, again, you know, spending a lot of time at you know um, like Red Bull Studios and stuff like that. And, okay. Um, yeah. Again, like interacting with artists making like, content with them yeah. all of that and then now I'm at the stage in my life where I'm you know a music editor and yeah. um yeah I think my my life after university has been very quick like I've spent um the last three years working like corporate jobs but um they've all been connected to music in some way which is completely unreal to me because um usually yeah, well you know a very long time ago it was yeah. almost you know you couldn't imagine like working with music and you know or finding it so easily accessible and I think to yeah. an extent it's still not accessible like these jobs are very yeah um, and far between yeah hard to find right yeah, yeah. So I think I've been very lucky in that sense because, man, like even just to get one gig where you can be an A and R yeah. is like you know yeah. very hard. Yeah, like your story just reminds me of this documentary. I think Six Feet from Stardom, where they did like stories on like backup singers from like of the oh, like wow. of like the biggest <laughs> rock stars of like guys who like doing backup yeah. Michael Jackson and like when you talk about your job and like how you it's like it seems like and you're saying like you're always like 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 walking within oh, like in the background yeah and like just close to like the thing you want to do it just reminded me of like six feet from right. stardom of like all those backup singers who just do amazing work but no one ever knows nobody what knows the, them. The work. but then you're like oh wait when you see the full production you're like oh wait those vocals are like those guys and it's like really cool yeah 
because that was her she made the exactly no no and but I, I mean but i mean i'm just saying like how you're saying like it's such a hard job but such a powerful job at the same yeah. time like because like what you do Precisely. no one no one's ever going to say like hey doing like this really cool no no one's going to but like when we put the full picture together and we're like oh wait what she did was actually really necessary and important and like right yeah so that's why i said that's why six feet started uh, hit me when we're talking yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to check that out because i haven't seen it you haven't seen it um wow. but it's like really cool. no i haven't but i definitely will yeah i think it won I like an oscar will. like in 2016 or something like that i don't remember but in 2016 but it was a really good documentary about like like the guys behind uh the backup singers behind these really big stars um and oh, how so and how cool. and how and how awesome they are because they're like so because i mean they also can they some of them even sing better than the stars themselves but in their humility yes. and humbleness, they're like, no, I'm here to make you make the other person win. And like in the document, it's really cool. So when you mentioned it, like all these things are going through my head. I was like, oh, it's really cool. Like what you do and like how you help people be rock stars. That is so cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it would be, I'd be doing myself a disservice by saying, oh no, like yeah. Uh, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. yeah in the same yeah, in the same is, box like, with like record executives and managers those are people you never see <laughs> ever yeah people who, in the background like dealing to, with the hard stuff yeah you they know? To, yeah they have to yeah. do that stuff and just yeah make people look nice um exactly so, yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm i also want to know what your biggest wins are as a musician and as a writer I noticed that you'd write, have been writing for other publications and places. I also want to know, did, 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 when did you start writing, like writing for music, like music, like journalism? Because it seems like you've done a lot in that space as well. So um, in terms of writing, yeah. I think I started, yes, I started writing maybe around 19. Like yeah. I've always kind of enjoyed writing, but like yeah. I never took it seriously until then and that's when like I was a baby baby writer you know yeah. still learning how to do everything so yeah. I think from about 19 years old yeah that's when I started and I've kind of tried to carry it through um because of time and also just um again like I I, I think I have very in like intense in, imposter imposter syndrome sorry because I just the moment I feel like things start working out with something I just like freak out and I'm like no I don't know what I'm doing I've got to stop uh, so I haven't written in a very long time but okay. I'm hoping to change that soon okay. because again like writing is a very lovely outlet okay. um to use and it's it's also an important thing I think especially as uh you know african writers our our contribution makes such a difference in terms of documenting you know all these subcultures that are popping up all the we we often you know kind you know we often notice that our narratives once the world picks them up kind of take them and they don't really cite properly or they 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 hijack the narrative and you know every time we are around to to start the conversations it's mm. easy for us to own those conversations yeah so i think every time i think about wanting to stop writing um or like never wanting to write again i yeah. just think about that stuff and just hope that maybe it'll encourage me to 
uh, open the laptop and start typing. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't written for music for, for a while. Yeah, I think oh. it's, it's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, I guess also because I'm just doing like I'm doing music from a corporate yeah okay. like well yeah corporate mm. or um you know bureaucratic side of things so yeah. much that like even for leisure I'm just like oh my goodness I do not like I need I need space but um I think there's a nice way to balance yeah and I I'm sure I'm sure I'll find that balance at some stage but yeah yeah it's it's been it's been a little while yeah that's 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 fascinating because I, I'd see I'd been as like stalking you people on linkedin as like yeah hey, she's been writing for me that's interesting and now i'm just like oh wait you're not written for a while that's interesting that's okay yeah that's cool. yeah that's cool uh i'm i'm curious about like success for you and how you sort of deal with it especially when like like could you share a story where like in your bureaucrat not like not don't you don't have to give all the details but like just of a, course a situation where you sort of like created something or helped make something happen and you sort of won and how you sort of got to eat and how you dealt with it after yeah so do you mean like from 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 like a work perspective yeah like, like from a work perspective like work personal oh. like a, but a work but a work perspective where you sort of were creating something within the music space it could even be a song um or but just something you 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 sort of succeeded at and how you sort of came to eat and uh yeah how you sort of dealt with it after or how you dealt with the reactions of your others after you had sort of won. Yeah. yeah. Because we're we've talked about failure. So I'm I'm now we're just flipping to like just having conversations like about that. success That's, side of things. Yeah. That that is really cool. I like how you look at both uh, both possibilities, you know. <laughs> well, that's the um, process of creating. You have to fail and win, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Can't only do one. Yeah. Can't win all the time. Can't yeah. can't fail all the time. That's yeah. so true. Yes. Um. So I think at this stage, it's happened so much. Yeah. Um. Like there are there are multiple sort of occasions where I have felt like, wow, this is such a big win. So I think I'll just put them in 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 a general context, but yeah. like being able to create opportunities yeah. for being able to create opportunities for um young and up young up-and-coming artists yeah. Yeah. um any in any way yeah. whatsoever is huge for me being able to create um you know visibility for i guess like pockets of the music space that aren't commercial yeah that often get overlooked yeah. being able to give them the look that they deserve yeah well it has always been um like a very big win like it's always exciting when that happens mm. um and you know i feel like it has happened a few times already that's nice yeah um those two things are very cool for me particularly because um i guess that used to be me right like yeah. at some stage when i was a young you know um hopeful in the music industry yeah i had wished that there would be someone looking out for me like that to like yeah. be like hey um i've got you know we've got this campaign happening do you want to be on it or hey this is happening we're collaborating with this mm. you know with these people do you yeah. want to do that like yeah. having that opportunity where someone looks at you and they see your potential um 
and want to help you grow was something I really wished to have. And um, it didn't happen. And I like, I don't think I, it's like no hard feelings, like just times change, right? Times change, different people end up in certain spaces and what you were not able to experience, you mm. can create for other people. I don't believe in the whole notion of I suffered, so other people must suffer too. I want <laughs> to get to the stage. So I mm. don't think that that's a, yeah, it's a bad omen. Why would you do that to, you know, why would you do that to yourself, yeah. first of all? And why would you do that to other people? Sure. Um, w- when you find yourself in a, in, in a place where you can do a little bit or a lot mm. for other artists who yeah. are just, as hungry or were uh, you know are just as hungry as you were yeah or are people that you think have great potential yeah do it you know it does not hurt the worst that could happen is that you know it doesn't work out yeah but you won't know until you try very true yeah yeah I just say don't try and don't just reminded me of uh this person i was talking to yesterday i think from someone yeah. from i think Marvin Records and he said I hear don't die wondering like it was so amazing like when he said yep. like, just, just, just it's like don't die wondering uh, this is, I love that that's so true yeah so I mean um, very I, before we like end the podcast and like just keep the I know this conversation seems like it can go forever but then it will just yeah, be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be a lot of like side sidebar conversations that are not connected to each other which is not healthy Absolutely. for the listeners <laughs> But of course, I'm very, I, I, wanted, guys. <laughs> I wanted to find out as we end it, like just find out life lessons that you think, all one life lesson, or a couple of them that you've learned as you help people be rock stars. Um, what you have learned and what life lesson do you think you can people can take, whether they're in the music industry or whether they're just creators or yeah. creative people, and how they can apply those life lessons to either their lives or their creating creative lives so the biggest life lesson for me is um particularly when it comes to the music industry yeah has been even as an independent artist not even from like any other thing yeah do not be afraid to learn about the business yes it sounds boring yes it's a lot of work it's time consuming doing the google doing the reading doing all of that it's time consuming but it will save so many people from a lot of like you know broken dreams and broken spirit and all of that stuff because um the industry making music is different that is fun that's you interacting with yourself and your creative process or you create you know or other people that you're working with the moment you decide that you want to put your music out there right and not just put it out there um and like enjoy the fact that it's out there but you want to create something out of it yeah that is when you literally you know pick up your you know, pick yourself up and just accept the fact that you need to do the research yeah. because people need to understand, um, you know, how music rights work. We need to understand that if we're going to start selling music, 
how splits work. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of awkward situations where people jump in the studio and it's fun times yeah. and then only one person makes money <laughs> from yeah. the song and you're like on the internet fighting because you have not been paid a cent yeah. or you can't perform the music legally because maybe you, sometimes you put, you know, or everyone, everybody in the setting is is relatively um, new to the business side or just doesn't know anything at all about it. Yeah. Or the worst part, I believe, is someone who knows how the industry works, working with people who may have very limited knowledge, but yeah. do not choose to share that knowledge mm. in order to kind of finesse them. Yeah. That you need to know how those things work so that you are not able to be cheated from your from from benefiting yeah. from yeah. your intellectual property you yeah. know and your uh, craft yeah so yeah people learning how um splits work people need to understand um that it's okay to start charging at some stage yeah. um for their for their for their work yeah. and um you know uh people understanding how to market their music mm-hmm. okay like I think again. For, I'm gonna quickly rewind to the story you were telling. You were telling just now about mm. um, these music documentaries that just like blow these people up, and they're like, "Oh, this person became a superstar overnight." Yeah. Um. I think we're, you know, there are certain times where we might be tricked into believing that people still get discovered. Yep. Um, and you know, you're just like singing randomly, and then someone's like, "Oh my gosh." this person's a star that that that's a cool story i guess but yeah. most people have um much slower trajectories to stardom and things yeah. take time and you Very know sure. it's it's, an, it's sure. an ugly yeah sure. exactly. like it's so interesting that so, you said like the documentaries then reminded me of what drives us and then i was like oh wait people should watch that too yes yeah so another one exactly but i'm glad you're you're dropping these titles and so that people who are listening can also watch them and compare you know the stories and be like oh wow so yeah okay maybe so these are the things that are you know i think are really important just like looking up all of those things that i just mentioned come down to looking after yourself as a musician um looking after yourself as an artist because i'm sure some of these things also filter into other creative yeah um, whether you filmmaker or painter outlets. or illustrator yeah, yeah you still need to sort of find what you All look after yourself yeah yeah exactly and, and know the business even if you have a manager or you consult with someone who's um, well-versed in the music business yeah you need to know what is what the conversations that are being had are yeah. so that when you're sitting in that room or when you're on that call you're not like texting someone on the side and being like what does this mean or like just completely saying you know what actually i'm going to let my manager handle everything because yeah. that's that's those are not long always long lasting um partnerships yeah. and you don't want your manager to walk away with all the deals <laughs> that you have made imagine like you've got like four um big big campaigns coming yeah. and then yeah. your manager and you fall out or something happens yeah. and manager's gone and they've gone with all those opportunities yeah you need to be able to have those conversations too don't allow yourself to be left out yeah. of those conversations as mm. an artist just because you want to focus on the music mm. yeah very true anything else so that's yeah that's it for me that's I, a, you know i, I feel like i dropped the i dropped the very 
very important pearls of I don't want anything to be clouded because okay. those are very important. Those things keep me up at night when I see artists, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. complaining about these things. I'm like, oh my word, this is so sad because it doesn't need to happen, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Azor, thank you so much um, for your time. Thank you so much. Uh, for sharing us your story. I hope it inspires some young musicians and people want to get into like music business and things like that to like get to work and like just, I think, don't die wondering and they just like get to work and do it and try and see if it works out for them yes um yeah i hope they do too they must never die wondering just try <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>